Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. The biggest Bible is your testimony. Amen. That's why Jesus, in the book of Acts chapter 1, he told the disciples, but you shall receive what? Power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you are going to preach the Bible. What did he say? No, you shall be my witnesses. Yes, amen. So we are quick to talk about verses in the Bible. But those people out there, they don't care about your Bible. They want to know what has God done for you. Has he done anything for you? Amen. If he has, then let's talk. Yes. Can he do the same for me? Oh, yes. That's why your Bible, I told you, is a collection of testimonies. Either people encountered God, or God encountered people, or God healed someone. Those are collection of testimonies. Yeah, so when you are reading them, it opens up a window. Yes. To say, if God did this for this person. Oh, yes. He will do for me. Amen. Are you hearing me? Otherwise, they would have been writing, oh, God is mighty. God is powerful. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's as powerful as Mike Tyson. Because your mind can only relate to what it knows. Yes, amen. It can never relate to anything it doesn't know. If they say God answers that prophetic speed, in your mind, like, I think like Hussein Bolt. And do you know Hussein Bolt? You are like, that's the speed of God. <laughs> no. Someone said no. No. Now, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 19 and verse number 20. What? <laughs> Is this true? Yeah. Prophetic speed, Papa. Someone told me this is not correct. <laughs> you know, this watch is a suspect. Oh, yes. But it's an agreement with this phone, so the phone is a suspect too. Amen. <laughs> My God, time flies. Jesus. First Corinthians chapter 4. In the presence of God. One, two, three, go. But I will come to you shortly, if the Lord will, and will know not the speech of them which are puffed up, but the power. For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. Here we are dealing with a situation where the apostle Paul is confronting 
the problems in the Corinthian church. I know we talk about the Corinthian church, but we don't understand the, the church in Corinth had a lot of problems. There were divisions in the church. Some said I belong to Apostle Paul. As I said, no, 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 we don't like that guy. We belong to Apollos. Others said, no, 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 no. We belong to Peter, the chief apostle. But on top of that, there came people who began to teach other doctrines to the Corinthian church. And so they had to send some questions to Apostle Paul. They sent him questions for him to answer. There were questions on marriage, questions on the kingdom of God, questions on baptism, all these questions. Because others said, no, 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 no. We think the baptism done by Apostle Peter is more powerful than the baptism done by Apostle Paul. Others said, no, 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 no. Apollos, Apollos, I think, is the most powerful one. So anyone baptized by Apollos has got the real baptism. Not the one baptized by that guy who was a murderer. So Apostle Paul begins to answer the questions. So at the beginning, he deals with the issue of baptism. And then he deals with the issue of um, divisions in the church. He says, the family of Chloe have taught me of the divisions in the church. And then in chapter 7, he deals with issues of marriage. Single people. All that stuff. He's answering all the different questions. But in the midst of the conversations, he picks up something so important. He says, don't think that I'm not going to come. I will come. And when I come, I don't want to spend too much time arguing. I don't want to know the speech of those who are puffed up. But I want to check their power. Oh, yes. Because the thing is, we can debate about the kingdom of God. We can debate about the theology. And those debates will never come to an end. The only one thing that settles every debate is the demonstration of the power. Oh, yes. Amen. That's why people can question one plus one. But they can never question two. Because two is the answer. We can debate whether there's God or there's no God. It's okay. That's, that's a metaphysical question. But the only way you can prove the existence of God is the demonstration of his existence. Oh, yes. Not an argument about his existence, but the demonstration of his existence. You can meet a person for the first time and talk about Jesus. They don't want to know about your Jesus. Until you pick up a word of knowledge, boom. When you tell them the word of knowledge, they say, hey, how do you know that? Tell them, uh-huh. It doesn't exist. <laughs> and then tell them, wait, let me lay my hands on you. Boom! When they begin my face, oh, 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 oh. he doesn't exist. Eh? <laughs> They'll say, no, 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 no. There's something about you. They'll call him something. Apostle Paul told the, the Ephesians, they said, the God that you worship and you knowingly, that's the God I'm preaching to you. Oh, yes. Because they had an altar in their city. And that order they wrote to the unknown God. So he preaches to them and says, no, 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 no. You think this God is unknown, but that's the one I'm preaching to you. 
So they said, ah, okay, okay, okay. So they became born again. So Apostle Paul says the kingdom of God is not a matter of talking. It's not a matter of speech. But the demonstration of the power. So when people think about the kingdom of God, huh? when people talk about the kingdom of God, there's no point arguing in so many words. It won't change anything. Why? Because you can't point at it. Yes. When you become born again, you never become taller or shorter. <laughs> Neither you become light chocolate than dark chocolate. You just become more milky chocolate, I guess. <laughs> so there's no outward evidence. There's no outward appearance that changes when you become born again. But there is something fundamental in the spirit that takes place when you become born again. There is a shift from one realm to another realm. Oh, yes. There's a shift from one kingdom to another kingdom. The Bible says you were sometimes darkness, but now are you light in the Lord. But when people are looking at you from the physical perspective, they will not notice the light that you have become. They will think you are still the old guy. They will think you are still the darkness that you used to be. Amen. But in the spirit, there's a fundamental shift. Oh, yes. From being darkness, now you are becoming what? You have become light. So the Bible says, walk as a child of what? Light. In other words, begin to manifest the light. Oh, yes. So there's no point you talking about, oh, now, you know the Bible says, I was darkness. Now I am light. Hallelujah. And then you are smacking people around. Amen. <laughs> like here? This is what it used to be. Yeah! But the Bible says I'm a different man. <laughs> You're a liar. And a cousin of the devil. You see, when you become born again, the only way people be convinced that something has changed in you is when they see the power of God at work through you. Oh, yes. Now, most of us, we make the mistake to think about the power in the context of healing other people. But how can that power heal other people if it hasn't healed your bad behavior? Amen. Hey! Are you hearing me? People must see a fundamental shift in your life. Whereas you were a murderer of the church. Oh, yes. Now you begin to preach the Jesus. Oh, yes. Now you begin to show the Jesus. Are you hearing me? When people begin to see those changes, they say, ah, something has happened. Amen. But people are good at talking. Talk, 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 talk. Talk, 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 talk. No change in their lives. But they want to see change in you. Have you ever seen them? They want to fix everybody. They are fixers. Fix everybody. Except yes, everyone amen. has to adapt to this one. Yes. You all change and adapt to this one. No, we will not adapt to you. We are not interested in your Jesus. We want a Jesus who begins to change you first. Yes, amen. 
There has to be evidence. <laughs> so the apostle Paul realizes the problem. The problem is people who are talkative. You can't win them by an argument. They've got all the right words. Have you ever met them? <laughs> I wanted to say, don't look behind you because they are behind you. Don't turn around because they are not here. They are out there. Oh, yes. Amen. They've got the right language. They know the book from Genesis to Revelation. They know it. They know it. They even tell the verses. Yes. But what are they lacking? The power. power, power. Because when that power enters you, it does not jump you and touch that one. It touches you first. Oh, yes. Amen. It transforms you first. It changes you first. Are you hearing me? Aha, uh -huh, now God sends you. You know, the, the Bible says, I am the way, the truth, and the, you see, light or life. You are suspect. <laughs> that time when you are reading, you just read a lie. <laughs> you don't finish the word. Is it life or light? <laughs> you just read a lie. But some of us, the way we read, we read, this is L-I-F-E. L-I-F-E. Life. <laughs> Not just lie. <laughs> you see, that verse, as good as it is, Jesus did not send you to go tell people that he is the way. You found it the way. And then he sends you to become the way for others. Oh, yes. Amen. Amen. Are you seeing that? Yeah. You found it the way. Now he sends you to go and become what? The way for others. To come to him. They'll come to him by you. You are now their way. You are now their connection. Oh, yes. To this Jesus. Amen. Are we together? So, you can't win arguments. There's no point arguing. There's no point. And the kingdom of God does not consist in arguments. But in the what? The demonstration of the power. So, power number one is the power of transformation. Oh, yes. When you are transformed. Are you hearing me? When you are what? Transformed. Because that power first and foremost comes to transform you. Power number two is now the power of ability. Wow. The word dynamis, 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 dynamis. That's the power which is to do with ability. Divine abilities. Not human abilities, but what? 
divine abilities. So which means when we talk about the kingdom of God as we, as we stand today, it is not something that people say, okay, uh, the eastern suburbs of Sydney, that's the kingdom of God. That's where the richest people live. I was saying about for, they made 14.6 million, each of them on average. 66 of them and paid zero tax. That's the kingdom of heaven. Eh? Oh yes, heaven. I receive. <laughs> you see, there's no a physical location where you can pinpoint that the kingdom of heaven is here or the kingdom of God is here. You can't. You can't. But what? When you became born again, you entered into a spiritual dimension. Oh, yes. And it is a real dimension. Different from what you were. Different from where you were. Before you became born again. Oh, yes. It is a realm. You entered into it. When you became born again. So, in reality, you are no longer of the world. Although you are in the world. You are seated with the Christ in the heavenly places. Now, the KJV says heavenly what? Places. But when you go into it's Greek, it's the heavenlies. You are seated with the Christ in the heavenlies. In other words, you are seated with Christ in the realm of the spirit. Oh, yes. So when the Bible says the kingdom of God is not a matter of talking, how do you describe a spirit? You can't. You can't say, now I'm seated in the spirit. Like, oh, you're seated on the chair. We can't see us. <laughs> Amen. Are you get what I'm saying? Yes. They will talk about your physical location. You're seated on the chair, and the chair's got a yellow cover. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, no, I'm seated with the cross in the heavenless. Like, who? Oh. <laughs> you can't, we can't win that argument. But when they see the demonstration of the power, oh, yes. when they see that they are, you are now able to do some things which they cannot do, you are able now to walk in dimensions which they cannot walk, oh, yes. you can speak a word and the word comes to pass. You can command the demon to come out and go. Are you hearing me? Then people begin to say, hmm, there's something about this person. Amen. When you begin to demonstrate the power. That's why when you read in the book of Acts, let me show you something very quick and then I'm done. I missed teaching. I haven't taught you for a long time. Oh, yes. This thing is bubbling in my spirit. We are hungry for more, Papa. Acts 1, verse 6 to 8. I want you to see something there. Can I pro-teach? Pro-teach, Papa. <laughs> Acts 1, 6 to 8. <laughs> I want you to see what's going on. I love this. Now the disciples, Jesus has resurrected. They've been, they've been around him for 40 days and 40 nights. So he has proven to them that it's him. So they are happy. Ah, oh, he's back, he's back. So now he tells, hey guys, I am going. What? You're going. Okay, but now can you give us that kingdom you talked about? That's the question there. 
Lord, will you, rest, will you restore? What did they say? They asked him, saying, Lord, will what? Wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? You came, you found us under the Roman rulership. We are slaves in our own country. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. But the Messiah came to liberate us and bring a kingdom. This Messiah thing is now going. But are you going to do it? That's the question. What was his answer? And he, is, said, uh -huh. and he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the season which the Father hath put in his own power. But. Someone said, but. But. Say, but. But. But ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. So the but there is an answer to the question. What was the question? Will thou restore the kingdom to Israel at this time? He says, no, 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 no. That will not happen at this time. It's not for you to know the times that the Father has put in his own power. But, so the but is answering the question. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. But, in other words, you guys, whilst everybody else is looking for a kingdom to be given to Israel, for you guys, you don't need to worry about that. Because I'm going to give you something now that answers to the kingdom. Oh, yes. What am I going to give you? I'm going to give you power. Oh, you're not hearing me. Oh, yes. Amen. I'm going to give you what? Power. So, in other words, when you receive this power, it is as good as having the kingdom here and now. Oh, yes. <laughs> hey. Hey. So, in other words, when the power has come in your life, you are exempted from the kingdoms of this world. You are exempted from the domain of the devil. Oh, yes. You are exempted from the domain of sickness, disease, and infirmity. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? You are ushered into a kingdom which is a domain of power, a domain of authority, a domain of rulership, oh, yes. a domain of health, a domain of breakthrough, a domain of prosperity. Am I trying to somebody out here? Shout yes. Yes. That's why for you as a child of God, when you are walking in that dimension, when you're moving in, the, in that dimension, there's no dying for you. you. You only sleep and wake up in the other dimension. Oh, yes. Because you're already part of the system. You're already in it. Seated with the Christ in the heavenly places. Oh, yes. Far above all principality and the power and the mighty and the dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. And has put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. When you become born again, you are part of the body of Christ. Oh, yes. Seated in the heavenly places, far above every principality and the power. Power and the might and the dominion. Am I trying to somebody out here? Say yes. Yes. <sighs> we joke a lot. 
Churches are joking. They go to church every Sunday to joke. Yes. Huh? Do they understand this stuff? That there is power to be, to be had. Do they get it? That there's, there's power to be demonstrated here. Do they understand that there is power that you must walk through? You must walk in. Oh, yes. It must be oozing out of oh, your life. Yes. Do they get it really? Am I talking to somebody right here? Ha! Ha! Someone said power. Power. The kingdom of God is not a matter of talking. No. But the demonstration of the power. Oh, yes. So when you're walking out of here, I want you to have your chest out. Oh, yes. Don't walk like a chicken. Ha! Ah. I am powerful. Hallelujah. <laughs> when, when you go for prayer, when you go in your prayer closet, don't say, oh God, we are cockroaches. We are maggots. Huh? Hey! When you go into your prayer closet, boy. <laughs> hey! <laughs> when you enter your prayer closet. Oh, yes. Begin by knowing who you are. Begin by acknowledging what God has given you. Oh, yes. That the communication of your faith may become effectual by the acknowledgement of every good thing that God has put in your life. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? You begin in prayer not by talking about your problems and your issues. You're, you're going to make yourself weak in that prayer. You begin your prayer by exhorting what God has done in your oh, life. Yes. I am seated with the Christ in the heavenly places, far above every principality, and the power, and the mighty, and the dominion, and every name. I am a head and not a tail. I am above and not beneath. I can never go down. I am going higher. I am going higher. Are you hearing me, somebody? Shout yes. Before you know it, before you know it, even your step changes. Before you know it, your attitude has changed. From someone who was defeated to a winner. From someone who was going down to someone who is going up. Are you hearing me? Before you know it, you are not begging. You are no longer asking. You begin to command. You begin to decline, to declare. Are you hearing me? Shout yes! Ha. Ha. We joke too much in prayer. We joke. We think prayer is the moment of discussion. Discussing our issues with God. Do you think God didn't know what we're going through? Oh, by the way, do you mean he, he took him by surprise? He didn't see it coming. 
you are the one who didn't see it coming, but Jehovah God you saw it coming. Oh yes. And he gave you the Holy Ghost to be inside of you. Wherever you go, the Holy Ghost oh, goes. Yes. Are you hearing me? Jesus said it is, uh, it is expedient for you that I go away. Because if I don't, the Holy Ghost will not come. Oh yes. The problem with Jesus, he was a limited Jesus. If he is in the house of Simon Peter, he is not in the house of Judas the, the thief. I mean, yes. uh, Amen. he was a limited Jesus. But the Holy Ghost broke that limitation. Oh, yes. That you have the full Holy Ghost. At the same time, you have got the full Holy Spirit. At the same time, you have got the full Holy Ghost. Are you hearing me? So when you are interacting with the Holy Ghost, you are not a half Holy Ghost or a quarter Holy Ghost or 31. Uh -uh. It's the full Holy Ghost. Oh, the yes. fullness of God. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? You need to pump yourself up in prayer. The Holy Ghost dwelleth in me. I am The Holy Ghost is inside of me. I can do all things through. Are you hearing me? Your problem is you think you can do all things through Jesus. Wrong. You can't do all things through Jesus. There's no verse in the Bible. Say, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Tension in the scripture. I've just done your theology upside down. The Bible says, I can do all things through. 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 Not Jesus Christ. It doesn't say Jesus Christ. Neither does it say Jesus. It says, I can do all things through. Christ. What does Christ do? Huh? Strengthens me. Huh? Strengthens you see, me. Christ is not Jesus. Are you not hearing oh, me? Yes. Christ is not Jesus. Christ is a title that was put on a man who had the Holy Ghost. Oh, yes. Ha, 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 that's why, that's why the Bible says the disciples were first called Christians. Oh, yes. Not in Acts chapter 1, not chapter 2, not chapter 3, not chapter 4, not chapter 5, not chapter 6, not chapter 7, not chapter 8, not chapter 9, not chapter 10. It was in Acts chapter 11, verse number 26. Why? Because they began to demonstrate the power of God. They began to walk in the Holy Ghost, in the anointing. And the Bible says, people say, no, 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 no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. These people, I... <laughs> Shout yes. yes! Look at the verse. Look at the verse. And when he had found him, he brought him unto Antioch. And it came to pass that a year they assembled themselves with the church and he taught him much people. Now watch this. What happened? And the disciples were called Christians first. Oh, yes. These are Christ-ians. 
These are anointed ones. Christ's ears are anointed ones. I receive. <laughs> Thomas, I receive it, my prophet. I receive it, my prophet. So don't be called a Christian because your name is Christian. <laughs> you are a Christ Ian, the anointed one. Oh, yes. <laughs> Let me show you something. Let me show you. You know, in the book of Acts 10, 38, God, God, God. Okay, because of time. God, Eva, Baba. <laughs> look, look at the scripture. Look at it. What does it say? How God anointed Jesus of. Wait, 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 wait. Look at it very carefully. How God anointed Jesus of. We have to identify the Jesus because there are too many Jesuses in Brazil. Amen. <laughs> this one, we are talking about Jesus of. From Nazareth. So God anointed him. With what? The Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good and healing all that were what? Oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. Are you hearing me? So, in other words, what the Bible says, God did not anoint Jesus Christ. God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. Oh, yes. When Jesus of Nazareth got anointed... By the Holy Ghost and power. Oh, yes. He became Jesus, the Christ. Jesus, the anointed one. Now, you as a Christ, Ian, you are the anointed one. I receive. So, now say, what religion? I am Hindu. Oh, me, I'm Christian. No. You are a Christ Ian. Oh, yes. The anointed one. The anointed one. Wow. Some say, I am the anointed one. I am the anointed one. Say, I can do all things. I can do all things. Through the anointing. Through the anointing. Amen. Amen. Ah, and a, a prophet, me, I am weak. You have to understand me, I am weak. I will not understand you. I wish I had a whip. <laughs> That's an insight to the Holy Ghost. Amen. You mean you received a weaker Holy Ghost? Oh, prophet, understand me. I'm just a woman. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I will not understand you. It is okay to be female, but don't be womanish. Amen. And it's even worse when you see Oh, yes. <laughs> my God, my God. <laughs> I, 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 saw, I saw one of them with the beard wearing a wedding dress. And he put pumpkins in here. 
You know, because they are not, they overdo it. Amen. Because they are not a woman. Who is a woman? A man with a womb. Okay, forget it. <laughs> so because they are not, they overdo it. Have you ever seen them? Oh, yes. You don't, I've never seen a woman walking like that. Have you ever seen one yourself? <laughs> Do you walk like that? Say the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. Dwelleth in me. Dwelleth in me. You see, the secret with the power, let me give you the switch. Go deeper, Papa. So tell us the switch. Can I give you the switch? Oh, yes. <laughs> let me give you the switch to the anointing today. The switch to the anointing is a very simple switch. Your consciousness of the anointing. Yes. Amen, amen. I know you were waiting for me to tell to go and climb Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or Mount Everest in Nepal. No. The switch to the anointing is your consciousness of that anointing. Oh, yes. Because it doesn't matter how much Holy Ghost you may have. If you are not conscious of his presence in your life, you're going to run like a chicken. Oh, yes. In the presence of Goliath. Amen. King Saul, King Saul was anointed by the same prophet called Samuel. Are you not hearing me? Who anointed Saul? Prophet Samuel. Who anointed David? Prophet Samuel. They were anointed by the same prophet using the same horn of oil. But when Goliath appeared, Saul forgot about the anointing. Amen. He was running. You see, when the devil attacks you, the reason why he does things by surprise is to confuse you. Yes. So you forget who you are, you forget about the anointing. Oh, yes. Amen. The biggest threat to the devil is not your prayer, but a people who know who they are. Amen. Those ones, the devil gets confused. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. Saul was running from Goliath. Anointed by the same prophet, Samuel. Yes. What was wrong with Saul? And when Saul died, do you know the cry and the prayer of David? He said, how could the mighty fall like this? How could the anointed one die like this? It was his cry. The man cried. He cried. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. One young guy, one young guy, an Amalekite, he came to tell David, your enemy is dead. He said, how, how did he die? He said, oh, he was wounded and I took a spear, finished him. He said, really? Say that again. Oh, he was wounded, I took a spear, finished him. Okay, sit down here. They put him down there. 
David cried the whole day. Yes. Why? Someone who is anointed is not supposed to die like somebody without anointing. Amen. It's an error. So after David cried the whole day, in the evening he said, can you call that boy again? <laughs> so they called him. They said, what did you say? He was wounded and I finished him. David said, well, what made you so bored that you could take your hands and kill someone who is anointed? Yes, amen. Your own mouth has testified against you. I'm going to kill you. So David sent a boy and killed him. Yes. Said you, that blood is on your head. Oh, yes. Touch not my anointed. Amen. Do my prophets no harm. The anointing of the Holy Ghost that came on you. Oh, yes. That Holy Ghost that you received. Oh, yes. Is not only for you to speak in tongues. Ah, you need to be conscious of the praises of the Holy Ghost. Oh, yes. Because that spirit of God that you got is what makes God to be God. I was praying one day some, some time ago. I said, oh, God, I want to be like you. He said, what else do you want, son? He said, what makes you you? Give it to me. He said, I'd rather give it to you. I said, where? <laughs> when? He said, in the Holy Ghost. Oh, yes. That's my spirit. Amen. Think about it. Oh, yes. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwelleth in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. What else are we waiting for? Oh, yes. Amen. What else do we need to come from somewhere? When the Holy Ghost came in you, it's not just about time. There is more. Oh, yes. The kingdom of God is not a realm of talking. It's a realm of demonstrating. Amen. The demonstration must appear in your behavior. The demonstration must appear in your bank account. It must appear in your health. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. And when you meet a demon, the demon must know. The demon must know. I have met someone who is anointed. <laughs> Say never. Never. Hey. Hey. Rise on your feet. Ha. Just lift your hands. Say, oh Lord. Oh Lord. From today. From today. I'll be conscious. I'll be conscious. Of the anointing. Of the anointing. In my life. In my life. Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings and it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed and until next time, Shalom.